All right, we're at home with Claire, who is warming up for a bit of boxer size. Yep, she's welcomed in the new year with a fancy new workout setup. Look at that branded punch bag with matching gloves. And that gorgeous coordinated athleisure. So coordinated. She is working out and working it. Well, with prices this good on designer workout gear, how couldn't she? Whoa! She's back on the sofa. With her feet in an excellently priced foot spa. Iconic. Get those toes to Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices. At Marshalls. Welcome to today's episode of When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc Holly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about what you know about intimacy. It's amazing that when we talk about the word intimacy, that people tend to say that it relates totally to something mm, with sex. But on the contrary, Intimacy isn't synonymous with sex. Let's first start there. So you've probably heard of intimacy in the context of sex and romance. Um, For example, like people sometimes use the term being intimate to mean sexual activity. But intimacy isn't another word for sex. Sex with a partner can build intimacy, but it's far from the only indicator of intimacy. So what am I saying here? Basically, it's possible to have sex without intimacy as well as intimacy without sex. (laughs) Let's get to the basics. What is intimacy? Intimacy is closeness between people in personal relationships. And the reason why I presented it like that is because I want to help us understand today that this is an opportunity for us to understand how to build intimacy in every relationship. And I'm going to give some examples of those. So intimacy, it's what builds over time as you connect with someone, grow to care about each other and feel more and more comfortable during your time together. And so it can include physical or emotional closeness or even a mix of the two, right? So this is why I want to make sure that we are very clear about what intimacy is, what it is not, that it's not just about sex, okay? And I want us to know that it shouldn't be reserved purely for sexual or romantic partners. Sex and romance may come to mind first, but intimacy plays a role in other types of relationships too. For example... If you describe a party with your friends as an intimate gathering, what are you trying to convey? Are y'all having sex in there? (laughs) No. You're probably saying that the party was a small group of close friends as opposed to a huge crowd with a whole bunch of strangers, right? You might also be referring to the quality of the time that you spent together. So maybe you and your friends like opened up about personal details and bonded over like common interests. And that's what makes it intimate. Your relationship with family, friends, and other trusted individuals all include elements of intimacy. All right. So let's dive right in. There are some, so many like different types of intimacies. Like it's, it's amazing. So in order to figure out what intimacy means to you, let's consider the types of intimacy. And so intimacy falls into several different categories, including the first one we're going to talk about is emotional. 
Emotional intimacy is what allows you to tell your loved ones personal things that you might not necessarily share with strangers. Okay. Think of it as letting down your guard. Like as you learn that you can trust someone, you feel safe enough to let your walls down. That is emotional intimacy. You know, do you look forward to coming home from work so you can relax and be with your partner? You know, you can just be yourself with them. That's an intimate moment. Very emotional, caught up in that moment. Or how can you tell your brother anything without being judged? This is what it means to have emotional intimacy. The next one I want to talk about is intellectual intimacy. Intellectual intimacy involves getting to know how another person's mind works and sharing the map to your mind too. See, it builds as you exchange like ideas and meaningful conversations, you know, that deep philosophical discussion to help you realize your classmate wasn't just a classmate, but also a friend. (laughs) So the first time you stayed up you know, all night talking to your partner or felt that spark of a connection. Like that's that intellectual stuff. I love that. Right. These are the moments that brought you closer because you shared intellectual intimacy. It's a beautiful thing. The third one that I want to talk about is physical. Physical intimacy is about touch and closeness between bodies. You know, in a romantic relationship, it might include holding hands, cuddling, kissing, and sex. Your relationship doesn't have to be sexual or romantic to have physical intimacy. I have to keep putting emphasis on that. A warm, tight hug is an example of physical intimacy with a friend. And this, I'm trying to make a difference between Um, this idea of, you know, this romantic intimacy that some people have just been so focused on and to show how, you know, intimacy can relate to friends, family, etc. Okay. The next one is experiential. You build experiential intimacy by spending quality time with someone and growing closer over common interest and activities. See, there's nothing quite like the way you bond with someone over your mutual love of, say, the show Game of Thrones or during a very spirited game of Monopoly. That's experiential intimacy. The next one is spiritual. Spiritual means different things to different people, okay? So spiritual intimacy can vary too. But generally speaking, spirituality is about belief in something beyond the physical realm of example, like existence. That belief can be in a higher power, in human souls, or in a greater purpose, for example. But spiritual intimacy can look like sharing a common value, like kindness, being on the same wavelength, about organized religion or feeling like you were meant to be in each other's lives. That's awesome. So I want you to know something that is so key because there are actually seven key factors within any intimate relationship and they are 
pay attention, trust. In order to share personal parts of yourself, like your most embarrassing secrets or your deepest fears, you have to be able to trust them. Next one, acceptance. You know, you've established some intimacy when you feel like a person accepts you for who you truly are. First one was trust. Second one is acceptance. Third one, honesty. Honesty and intimacy feed one another. You often can't have one without the other. You feel comfortable telling your partner exactly how you feel in part because you become so close to each other. Number four, safety. Sharing your deepest, truest self with another person can put you in a pretty vulnerable position. And that's why you tend to have your guard up when you meet someone new that you don't yet know if they'll support you as you are. Number five, compassion. Feeling cared about is a lovely feeling, isn't it? Oh my God, when somebody, when you feel like somebody care about you, it just warms you on the inside. You know, your best friend forever will be there for you after a bad breakup. Uh, Your sister won't let a week go by without asking how you're doing. Forgiveness and understanding can only exist with compassion between people. Compassion is a natural component of caring about one another's well-being. Number six, affection. Ooh, Caring about each other is one thing, but you also build intimacy by showing that you care. And so affection can be physical like a kiss between lovers or a hug between a parent and child, but it doesn't have to be. Sometimes affection is the unspoken ways you show up for each other, like when your friend, you know, spends their day off helping you move simply because they care. And last but not least, communication. See, there's reason why good communication, or as we say, effective communication, is so often named as the key to a healthy relationship. When you make an effort to listen to someone and tell them how you really feel, you can build a deep understanding for each other. And the more you understand each other, the closer you become. That's the beauty of effective communication. So understand, intimacy usually doesn't happen overnight. It is built. Please understand that. It does not happen overnight. It is something that is built. And it doesn't always come easy. But once you have it, it can have a tangible effect on your health. Man, it can be a life changer. And I know that there's many of us that have a fear um, when it comes to actually being intimate with someone. So if you have a fear of intimacy, please know that you're not the only one. And there are ways to overcome having those fears. One way is name what's happening and identify the symptoms. What is going on with you? 
Your fear of intimacy may be obvious to you, but it is also possible to be afraid of int intimacy without even realizing it. Because sometimes we don't realize it, right? Another way is figure out what your boundaries are and why, you know, you don't have to feel ashamed of having your guard up when you understand why you put it up in the first place. And that's where we at. Another point, communicate about your feelings. Communicate, communicate. It's hard to build trust with someone who doesn't even know that you're having a hard time. So you got to talk about it. And last point, get professional help. At times, you cannot do it alone. And we can all use some support when we are facing our fears. So sometimes like you can go to, um, you know, your, it may be a spiritual advisor, um, a mental health professional, a therapist, there's someone that you can go and talk to and they can help you figure out how your fear of intimacy started to work through serious issues like trauma and even identify if there may be a mental health condition. I mean, they exist like avoiding personality disorder or even depression. So, you know, those things are real. So this may be something that may be going on with you and it's okay. You are not alone. All right. And so we want to hop right on into nurturing intimacy in any relationship. Because it's normal for relationships to feel kind of like stagnant over time as life gets in the way and you settle into a routine that's not as adventurous as when you first met. But here are some ideas for sparking and reigniting intimacy in any relationship. First of all, make it a point to show your appreciation. Oh my God, please. Take time to tell the other person what you appreciate about them. Second, make an effort to learn about each other. Once you've known someone for a long time, it can feel like the mystery is gone. But people in relationships grow and change over time. So there's always more to learn. We should never become stagnant in our relationships. Third, set aside time for each other. If you're not paying attention, it's easy for time to fly by without sharing quality time. You have to make each other a priority. Fourth, unplug and focus on each other. Do you hear me? Unplug and focus on each other. Spending time together without electronics can give you a chance to give each other some undivided attention. And it is so necessary in this uh, crazy social media time that we're living in, right? The next one, show physical affection, even without sex. Listen to me, show physical affection, even without sex. If you have a sexual relationship, then mixing things up with, you know, outfits and fantasies can keep things from getting dull. But you can also build intimacy by making a point to show physical affection without sex. You know, like a warm gesture and cuddles, you know. Come on. You ain't got to have sex in order for you to show someone affection. The next point, tackle a project together. It's just that simple. Restore a piece of furniture, do something constructive. 
And the next and last point, talk about what intimacy means to you. And this is the most important point of them all that I can make tonight. Talk about what intimacy means to you. Because building intimacy doesn't have to be a guessing game. An easy way to figure out how to build intimacy is just to ask about it. So tell your loved one how you like to spend time together and what activities help you feel closer. And guess what? Listen when they tell you the same. It's literally just that simple. All right. I hope you guys have really enjoyed this topic on intimacy. This is a great opportunity for you to favorite this podcast and also share it with your loved ones. And until next time, always know, as I say, you owe it to yourself to be good to yourself. So we will see you next time and make sure that you are doing something special to show yourself self-care. Be blessed. All right, we're at home with Claire, who is warming up for a bit of boxer size. Yep, she's welcomed in the new year with a fancy new workout setup. Look at that branded punch bag with matching gloves. And that gorgeous coordinated athleisure. So coordinated. She is working out and working it. Well, with prices this good on designer workout gear, how couldn't she? Whoa! She's back on the sofa. With her feet in an excellently priced foot spa. Iconic. Get those toes to Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices. At Marshalls.